It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour on American Outlaw News, the talk radio network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear voice of freedom, the outlaw truth. I am your host, Lieutenant Colonel Sargis Singeri, U.S. Army retired, CEO of the Near East Center for Strategic Engagement, founder of United Ascent Appeal, and also the host of New Paradigms with Sargis Singeri. American Outlaw Talk Radio plays on iHeart Radio Network. You can also listen on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa, where we stream 24-7. And now you can also hear them on the podcast on these same apps. My guest tonight or today is Robert L. Beckham. He is a PhD, a co-founder, and executive director of TreatNow.org. That is TreatNow.org, which has a mission to stop service member suicide by identifying and treating veterans and others suffering from brain wounds. Dr. Beckham has been building knowledge management systems most of his professional career, primary in the intelligence community and the Department of Defense. He is a former United States Air Force KC-135 pilot and a Vietnam veteran. In addition, he is a chief knowledge officer for the Foundation for the Study of Inflammatory Diseases. Doctor, it's good to have you here. Thank you, Colonel. Um, looking forward to a uh, discussion about uh, brain wounds and how we can get uh, the suicide rate uh, reduced to near zero. Let's start there, Doc. Um, what are some of the studies that you have looked at and what led you to uh, go ahead and uh, uh, create the current uh, organization that you have, which really is trying to prevent suicide in soldiers? And again, that is the uh, you being a co-founding executive director of treatnow.org. Well, back in 2008, uh, Colonel, I was part of a um, an intelligence community effort um, uh, everybody's familiar with uh, highly secure efforts um, uh, post 9-11, um, uh, which we celebrated, by the way, the 22nd anniversary. And it uh, just breaks my heart at how little we have learned about how to treat um, some of the toxins from um, Ground Zero and Agent Orange and uh, burn pits, uh, but we'll get to that. Um, in 2008, uh, I was part of a project, uh, and in the course of uh, working this um, set of projects for the intelligence community, uh, we had data on um, increasing suicide rates, and uh, I uh, really got enraged uh, and went to a meeting, had been working with a bunch of uh, doctors and uh, a meeting had been called uh, for the next day. And at that meeting, I met former Secretary of the Army, Marty Hoffman, and a bunch of researchers, physicians, uh, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, clinicians. 
and um, interested parties from Capitol Hill. Uh, and uh, we talked about uh, the suicide epidemic and we were all outraged. And as a result of that meeting in 2008, and, and I should say coincident to that effort, um, just a month later, there was a, a, a major, major conference uh, run by the government. It was called a consensus conference. And they met a couple hundred people. They met to uh, decide whether or not there was a treatment for the edge their bets, uh, PTSD, TBI. But was there a treatment for what was happening as a result of IEDs, blast injury in effect? And the consensus conference met and decided um, that hyperbaric oxygen therapy was safe. And what they needed to do was do efficacy studies. And so that started a process on my side of investigating uh, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And as a former pilot, I knew a lot about um, hypobaric and uh, emergency decompression. And as a scuba diver, knew about um, hyperbaric oxygen for decompression sickness. But all of that added up to, I didn't know the first thing about use for traumatic brain injury. So I uh, did a crash course. Uh, secretary Marty Hoffman, he was Army Secretary under Gerald Ford. And I met uh, several times. We became fast friends. And uh, sadly, he um, passed in uh, uh, 2016. But uh, during the course of the initial run-up, what are we going to do about suicides? We decided that uh, we needed a, a coalition. And so Marty and I and my uh, eldest son came up with Treat Now, the shortest way to say we have to treat now, not later, no more studies, etc. So Treat Now was born, but we knew we needed more studies because the military was running what turned out to be over the course of, well, 2008 to 2017, uh, close to 10 years, spent $186 million, uh, five uh, randomized controlled trials, uh, during which time there were 15 other trials that were run, uh, not randomized controlled. We didn't have the money to do those, but perfectly valid science, published peer-reviewed literature that hyperbaric oxygen is safe and effective. Government studies showed that, our studies showed that. But sadly, the government came to the conclusion using a statistical sleight of hand that HBOT didn't work because there wasn't a big enough differentiation between the control group and the treatment group. Well, in the last two and a half years, uh, the uh, exposure of the flaw in their science has been made manifest, but they haven't admitted to that, that their studies, their data, and worldwide studies show that hyperbaric oxygen, and by the way, several other alternative therapies in conjunction with hyperbarics, work to heal brain wounds. And that's new nomenclature in the medical world. Um, the uh, Rand Corporation uh, did a study uh, back in 056, and they talked about the invisible wounds of war. That's the last time you read the word wound. Medicine doesn't talk about a wound to the brain. A wound to them is some uh, impact on the skin, which creates a visible wound, which then can be healed using wound healing principles. And 
those wound healing principles, interestingly enough, uh, are approved by the FDA using hyperbarics for four different kinds of wounds, which mimic wounds to the brain, crush injuries, uh, um, uh, decompression sickness, uh, compartment syndrome, uh, uh, and uh, non-healing wounds. Um, and what's fascinating about the discussion over the last 15 years for me, and by the way, our organization Treat Now is just a coalition. It's not a 501c3. It's no kind of uh, money maker. We raise every penny. We all work pro bono. We have no conflict of interest. We're only interested in science and data that demonstrate effectiveness and safety and reversing the suicide epidemic, which sadly, uh, VA, DOD, lots of organizations looking at the suicide rate, play fast and loose with the numbers, but irrespective of what is the actual number, and it's varied a lot, somewhere between 16 and 44 suicides a day among veterans in active duty, that number is uh, execrable. It is not just sad, it's a tragedy. Could be medical malpractice to not use informed consent to let service members and citizens, for that matter, know that there is a treatment which will heal the wound to the brain, not tamp down symptoms. So the VA standards of practice, in fact, emergency room at your hospitals, Colonel, NC2A, NFL, uh, <laughs> Australian Ruse football, uh, rugby, etc. The concussion protocol uh, is negligent in recognizing that you can treat and heal wounds to the brain, particularly early in acute concussions. Uh, but over time, uh, persistent post-concussive syndrome, lingering effects of concussion, when we bring it back to service members, we're looking at our estimate in our uh, massive study, uh, Brain Drain, uh, all available on the website, um, estimates 877,450 traumatic brain injuries and in about half that number from my era of Vietnam and uh, back in time. So we're looking at millions of brain injuries among service members and somewhere between three and five, six million citizens with untreated brain wounds uh, from falls, uh, accidents, uh, assaults, uh, strokes. Uh, untreated brain injuries lead to massive, massive effects on the family, let alone the person, as well as the economy. Uh, our estimate is that all the untreated brain injuries in service members post 9 11, 877,000, cost, will cost US citizens about $4.7 trillion in accumulated costs over a 40 year lifespan. That's loss of, of wages, taxes, drugs, suicides, incarceration, accidents, uh, impact on the family. 4.7 trillion, and our estimate for treating and healing that same number is less than one half of 1% to treat and heal. So the, the argument that HBOT doesn't work, 
HBOT is unsafe, HBOT is too expensive. You hear these arguments on a repetitive basis trying to bring down the science, which is conclusive worldwide, by the way, Israelis, Russians, Chinese, Japanese, Germans, British, Canadians, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The data are conclusive, safe and effective, and uh, wildly economical when compared to the direct costs and the indirect costs, the, the moral and the ethical and the emotional and behavioral impacts of untreated brain injuries over time are destructive to the person, to the family, to society, and certainly to the force. So in the context of service members, we're talking readiness, we're talking uh, ineffectiveness. Uh, I can go on and on with not just the studies on hyperbaric oxygen, but the more and more uh, accumulating evidence on blast injury. For some strange reason, we don't think we know enough about what a blast does to the human body, not just the brain, the entire body. Massive amounts of research on blast injury. They go back as far as 1924 in the wake of First World War, uh, where uh, studies were done, and much more recently, uh, Johns Hopkins and Army Medicine and Israel, some massive studies on, on um, effects of blast injury. Navy SEALs did a study. The Marines have just put out a study uh, on artillery folks and the, the self-inflicted wounds from massive blast from these um, weapons with full loads being fired four times the allotted number in Iraq. So uh, to, to summarize this first cut, uh, we've got uh, hundreds of thousands of post 9-11 service members with untreated brain injuries, which are affecting their readiness, uh, let alone their, their um, personal well-being and the well-being of their families. And I should add that both DOD and VA declare that suicide is their number one clinical priority. That's DOD and VA both recognize they're up against an epidemic, even though they don't agree on the numbers, and that it's their number one clinical priority. And sadly, even with a 20% increase in the budget this year for suicide prevention, remembering, Colonel, that September is Suicide Prevention Month for the 15th year in a row, repeating to ourselves, we need to do something. All the hand-wringing, all of the communications, you know, multi-billion dollar efforts to understand what is a concussion and how do we talk to one another? How do we recognize it? Can we use artificial intelligence to recognize it? And no conversation medically. What do we know and how do we treat and heal? Root risk cause, uh, the, the risk of not doing root cause analysis. Brain wound leads to PTSD and symptomatology, which the VA continues to treat with addictive drugs that warn of suicidal ideation. Billions of drugs, capsules delivered to this pain problem that was invented by Purdue Pharmacy. I'm not degrading the role of pain in all this, just that the use of these drugs leads to suicidal ideation. And the beauty of what we are doing, Colonel, is that we get patients 
off of their drugs. We restore hope while treating and healing their brain injury. So they're not coming to a new normal. The VA loves to talk about the new normal. It's their old normal. In fact, better than their old normal because untreated injuries from long ago, before they even came in the military, are part of the mix that we have to confront. So in the context of this discussion, the appeal is to everyone hearing this who knows someone with a brain injury, yourselves perhaps, you can call the number on the website, treatnow.org, and you can get help. We can talk to you about where help is available. All the treatment centers, 140 clinics around the country treating today as we speak, hundreds of brain-afflicted members of society, veterans, and even active duty. So it's and, not uh, and it's uh, not insured, but uh, uh, let, let's let's um, let's talk, talk let's talk about that in the second segment that we got coming up. Um, okay. we do have to take a hard break here, but I do want to kind of uh, discuss that and some of the points they brought up in the first segment. So, with that said, we'll come back for the second segment and discuss the rest. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the American Out Loud News, the talk radio network on iHeart Radio. Our discussion uh, continues in the second segment with Robert Beckham, who is a PhD and a co-founder and executive director of treatnow.org. That is, again, treatnow.org, uh, which has uh, a mission to stop service member suicides by identifying and treating veterans and others suffering from brain wounds. Keep in mind for our listeners out there that 
all my shows go to podcast, typically one or two days after the uh, broadcast is heard on talk radio. You can also hear them on Spotify, uh, Stitcher, uh, Pandora, and iHeart Podcasts, and many more. Be sure you subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for me. And uh, as you had mentioned in the first uh, segment, uh, Doc, that um, we celebrate or we recognize, I should say, uh, the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. My company, which I established on September 11, 2014, celebrates its uh, ninth anniversary. And it was, uh, again, established in a recognition of uh, the Americans that were killed, murdered on our soil, and also the uh, first responders are still uh, affected but what they have gone through, you being a Vietnam vet, you mentioned Agent Orange, it still has effects on veterans out there. Um, in the discussion initially, you stated that the VA study uh, wasn't really uh, supportive of utilizing the methods that you all are because the control group, as they were debating, wasn't large enough, but yet there's new facts, information to include from uh, Europeans that actually validate why this treatment is helpful. And we do know that there's other treatments that usually that are used in Europe are not used here, even for cancer treatment. Uh, I know that as I was speaking to our VFW on a weekly basis, and I was speaking to him even this morning, that in Europe they use basically heat treatment to go after uh, the tumors. In the United States, we're still using the old treatment of uh, putting basically uh, low-grade chemical weapon, mustard gas, into the body uh, calling it chemotherapy and saying that this would be a treatment that might be able to help. What is it that needs to be done to force a hand of the Department of Defense or the VA to go back and take a look at a new study format? Does that have to be legislated or is there another way to approach it? Um, excellent question. Um, everybody's familiar with uh, homeostasis and how bureaucracies fight change particularly medicine, it's inherently conservative, and um, policies and practice tend to get set in stone. It's very hard to go back and undo uh, what is uh, common knowledge, but um, uncommon knowledge um, is what's called for here. Um, there, there seems to be, Colonel, a um, an antipathy uh, across medicine uh, towards the unknown. Uh, sadly, this this is not an unknown science. The FDA has approved hyperbaric oxygen for 14 indications. And as I mentioned, four of those indications are really similar to brain wounds. Nevertheless, there there's a, a I'll, I'll just call it um, an active resistance to going forward with this treatment, particularly in light of the uh, bogus conclusions that were drawn from government research. And so we're we're up against uh, publications which are wrong, and no one has issued a retraction of the data. Science is this way sometimes. It's very hard to get them to change. So uh, what can we do? In in the case of, of the PACT Act, which was drawn up uh, to deal with uh, um, uh, effluvents from the burn pits. Uh, The secretary of the VA, and I go back eight different secretaries of the VA, 
all of whom were consumed by the bureaucracy to hold the line against change. All the concerns about cost, the, the front end costs of doing something should be taken into context uh, with ROI, return on investment. And the return on investment sometimes demonstrates, as we have, the colossal savings which are to be gained by giving people their lives back. And uh, economics is part of it, but that hasn't worked. Ethics hasn't worked. Medicine hasn't worked. Science hasn't worked. Well, citizen action always works if we keep at it. So we have passed and helped pass in 10 states legislation which says we want hyperbarics for our veterans. Five of those states, the 10 states, by the way, uh, uh, Oklahoma, Texas, Indiana, Kentucky, Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, Maryland, Wyoming, and Virginia. Those 10 states have passed legislation and resolutions, five of which have put in uh, close to $20 million for treating and healing. We have stunning success in the states where they have put money in, particularly in North Carolina and Florida. And that legislation is on the books. We need similar legislation in all 50 states because the federal legislators, Congress, seem mesmerized by, uh, let's just say, things which don't pertain to the subject at hand. Service members are killing themselves. We can stop it in the same way that burn pits was, was controversial. The secretary of the VA said, oh, dear me, we have to go through our procedures. And he was talking about, the, they're the, called the presumptives. We presume that your condition is a result of burn pits. And he was holding the line against 24 presumptions. We need more science. Always, we need more science. He claimed it wasn't a money problem, but the VA always says it's a money problem, except when it comes to giving themselves raises and building five times too expensive facilities. The VA has a lock on the goodness of Congress never wanting to say no to veterans. So a piece of this is both citizens and veterans, veteran service organizations, American Legion, veterans of foreign wars, et cetera, need to step up and demand, demand change. We need shoe leather on the hill. We need people saying, getting smart first, because this is unconventional knowledge, getting smart that there is something we can do and it should be done, in fact, is being done. Colonel, we have in the last 12 years treated in excess of 21,000 citizens, veterans, active duty, athletes, etc., first responders, big time, 21,000 using our own funds raised. We all work pro bono. We are veterans who are determined that the VA will not win in kicking this can down the road in the same way that burn pits were being kicked down the road. And the president said to the secretary of the VA, enough, cut the Gordian knot. Presumptives are presumed to be caused by burn pits. Start treating. We need the same action from the White House so that the secretary of the VA and military medicine 
understand that this is a national catastrophe, an epidemic, and we know how to intervene, not with controversial, not with unsafe, with proven safe and effective treatments. So citizens and veterans, you must read, get smart. And when someone in your circle shows with a brain injury, a concussion from a fall, from an assault, from Saturday sports, a concussion can be treated. It is not a mystery how to do it. We're doing it daily all over the world. Oh, if I may also jump in here, I mean, uh, I know that if you go uh, or folks go to your site, treatnow.org, they can see the story of the Medal of Honor uh, winner, Sergeant Sam Davis, who actually is a Vietnam vet. And uh, uh, he talks about how initially he was put on medication and how it even affected him to the point where he would be basically drooling. And uh, new changes and approaches really helped them out. And for our audiences out there to understand why it takes so long for these processes to go through, the Blue Water Act that was signed by President Trump is a focus on what was happening with the effects of Agent Orange on our Navy guys. And when we say Blue Water, these were supposedly the Navy guys that were outside of the tributaries that uh, soldiers in Vietnam would, you know, run up and down in the Navy and be able to um, affect mission requirements. A lot of our ships that we had at that time uh, were not able to filter out the water that they were taking out of the uh, um, sea areas that they were in. Um, they were not able to filter out the Agent Orange chemicals out of it. Uh, and actually, one of our allies discovered that, which was uh, Australia, because they started seeing a lot of their soldiers coming back having these cancers who were not on mainland Vietnam, for the better term, but actually in the blue waters off the uh, coast of Vietnam, and uh, realized that uh, it was tied to a filtration system that was used in American ships that they were serving on. So imagine when the Vietnam War ended, and imagine when... Uh, the previous POTUS finally signs a bill recognizing that. Now we're talking about number of veterans who have passed away since then. Um, the effects of Agent Orange has uh, even uh, gone from parents to children and has passed through the uh, mother's placentas to the next generation. And you have a lot of Vietnam veterans that have uh, grandchildren who have uh, effects and diseases that are tied to possibly uh, their service mm -hmm. time. Uh, now, for my case, I know you and me have talked, uh, Doc, and I suffered a uh, uh, traumatic brain, brain injury uh, before um, as I've been in the service and I've injured myself multiple times. And when it came to my uh, paperwork, when I was applying for my disability, um, uh, once I retired for skull fractures, they gave me 0%. For arthritis, they gave me a uh, higher percent which made no sense, but uh, it is what it is. Now, for our veterans out there, even if they give you 0% uh, on your paperwork, they're giving you a percentage, that means they're recognizing it. Um, I do want, we got five minutes left in this segment, uh, Doc, um, and I know we're going to be against a hard uh, stop, but I know that you said that your organization, uh, treatnot.org, is not a, uh, a 501c3 what type of organization is it? Is it a C Corps? Is it an LLC? And are you able to get any grants or any other type of support? And what are some of the organizations that are major funders to help your efforts? 
Well, uh, good question. Not not enough, sadly. Uh, we have a donate button on our website uh, that goes immediately to America's Mighty Warriors, uh, which is the organization that takes the funds uh, and uses them in direct application for uh, paying for uh, hyperbaric oxygen. Uh, Doc, They're- is that is that organization of 501c3? Uh, they are, uh, yes, uh, fully documented, a 501c3, all donations are tax deductible. Uh, Debbie Lee, it's uh, all one word, America's Mighty Warriors.org. Uh, our donate button takes you directly there, and all funds Debbie Lee and her group uh, disperse to combat veterans. Um, we have several studies underway which have scholarships where veterans, particularly in Florida and North Carolina, uh, can get their treatments paid for. Uh, our uh, let, Let's just put it this way. We have stayed free of conflicts. The accusation is made to this day that we're snake oil salesmen trying to make a buck off the back of veterans. Well, nobody's making more money off of the back of veterans than the research community that refuses to use treatments in pursuit of the next drug or gizmo or gadget. There's thousands and thousands of applications made to DOD and the VA for applications which are totally unproved. They just want money for research. Well, in the case of hyperbaric oxygen, the research is in. The news is safe and effective and wildly, wildly economical. So the the uh, folks out there who want to donate, you can use our button or go directly to America's Mighty Warriors, the, the Howe Foundation out of Florida. There's a number of organizations we work with who will take those donations and apply them directly. All of our clinics that are listed, 140 plus, take donations for the most part and apply it directly. Rocky Mountain, uh, fantastic. The Patriot Clinics. We have some phenomenal clinics that have treated in excess of 600 veterans. Debbie Lee herself has treated hundreds of combat wounded veterans. Uh, And the stories, you can go to the website and see the videos. Uh, Sammy Davis, by the way, Medal of Honor winner, is the original Forrest Gump. He suffered for over 40 years in a deteriorating spiral. Uh, Joe Namath, the the videos are all there to be seen. You watch. It's not the same as evidence, but these are real stories from hundreds of patients who were kicked to the curb by the VA and medicine in general and told they're going to have to get used to their new normal. Not true. That is patently false and proven with peer-reviewed journal articles worldwide, safe and effective. You get in touch with us and we'll get you in touch with somebody who can help. We're, we're pushing on the VA. We're pushing on the DOD. We have gratefully a few docs who have come around. I'll give you one really good instance. United States Marine Corps, Camp Lejeune, Wounded Warrior Battalion. They absolutely did not believe what we were telling them when we were pointed at them because the uh, top enlisted man, Sergeant Major in the Marine Corps, uh, you can see his story. Uh, Unbelievable. Simon LeMay. 
He's very open about his suicidal attempts. This is the top Marine in the entire Marine Corps, suicidal, saved because of a phone call. And as a result of his aunt pointing us in his direction, two and a half years later, we have treated nearly 20 Marines out of the Wounded Warrior Battalion with 100% success. And the doctors who didn't believe it are now uh, lobbying for the use of hyperbaric oxygen inside the military, paid by the military, TRICARE, etc. But we're up against uh, a, an enormous resistance, partly because of cost, partly because of rice bowls and Oh, just the, the whole contracting world is filled with people who don't make money out of treating and healing. When you heal someone, you're not making money for them coming back. The standard of care at the VA is drugs and talk therapy, drugs and talk therapy, each of which costs money for the rest of their lives. We have treated veterans who are ingesting the top so far, 43 separate drugs. Doc, let me step in here. I apologize. Let me step in here. We do want to have that discussion at the back end on our third segment. But for now, let's take a uh, break and we'll be back. Changing the world one person at a time. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. I want to welcome back our audience to the third segment of the uh, National Security Hour. Uh, and I do want to remind uh, our audiences out there to be sure to make AmericanOutlaw.com your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. Uh, we all must do our part and share the stories or articles, videos, and discussion that we're having today with Dr. Robert L. Beckman so that we can help secure America's future. You can also find out more about my show specifically and get all the latest podcasts. If you go to the menu navigation bar, at AmericanOutloud.com under our show or schedule. You will be in the know. Uh, Doc, uh, it's good to have you back here again uh, as our discussion continues with the co-founder and director of treatnow.org. 
I know that we had been covering the issues of brain injuries, what's happening within the VA, why there's such a break there, even though there's advocates within the uh, United States military, both retired and active, that are pushing for these type of treatments. Um, I have to ask you my own personal question about uh, how the brain kind of works and why this treatment helps. Uh, as an example, when I did have my uh, own injury, I, I remember we were talking about the, when we were hit by our third IED as I was trying to uh, call in the grid because the basic languages for me that I grew up with were Assyrian, Aramaic, the language Jesus spoke, and then Persian. I learned in the schools in Turkish Azadi in the streets of Iran that I started instead of reading the grid as you would do in English as we read from uh, left to right, I started reading the gray grid right to left. And because I've always done math in my head for whatever reason in Persian, I reverted back to reading, although I was looking at American letters, numbers, I was reading it in Persian because a concussion that went through me really rattled my brain to a point where I went back to my base language. The guy that got the cut minus major for the 5th Special Forces Group on the stool was happening. He said he's just rattled so hard uh, from the concussion that he's probably suffered that he's reading those grids um, and uh, base language that he had. Um, what happens to the brain and why was it that I wasn't able to recognize as I was looking at the numbers that I'm actually reading him, uh, if not in a different language, that I'm reading him from uh, right to left in this case and sort of left to right. <laughs> oh, that muscle memory in the brain. Um, uh, Colonel, that's a great question. Here's what we know. The, the brain weighs about three pounds um, built like jelly. Uh, it's a total mystery what a um, hundred trillion connections and neurons in the brain equal in the context of uh, memory and behavior and control and soul and spirit, emotions, behavior, etc. But what we do know is that it's an organ, major organ of the body, uh, which is uh, built not dissimilarly to other parts of the body where you have mass and you have connective tissue and you have blood, which feeds it. When you get hit in the head, whether it's from a, a, a softball uh, football field or a blast, certain things begin to happen. Blast is the worst because there's a sound wave that uh, accompanies the impact uh, typically. And all of the damage which is done is a function of how hard you're hit, how many hits you've had before you were hit, how close you were, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Lots of confounding, compounding problems. Uh, if you get hit in the head one time uh, that leads to a sub-concussion uh, and then again with a concussion and then multiple more concussions and sub-concussions, it's accumulative. So what you have uh, in your head, closed uh, surface, is an organ of the body that can be wounded. With a blast, it's shearing and tearing. So your response, initial response, was a result of a sub-concussive or concussive hit to your brain, third IED, you probably had way more than three proximities, and your own weapons are firing, and shoulder-fired weapons, artillery, short-barrel rifles, uh, danger close, RPGs. All of those blasts are accumulative. I was reading a report this morning on uh, 
subconcussive hits on a football field, and the correlation is now conclusive. More and more studies are showing that accumulations of subconcussive hits are as damaging as one major concussion. Over and over and over again, hits to the head accumulate. Inflammation is a direct result of a wound. It's the body's natural response to get rid of garbage and to bring uh, healing power to the site of the wound. Too much inflammation is bad because it shuts off blood. Now think about you not thinking clearly. Your brain has been concussed. Inflammation happens and over time, both immediately and over time, inflammation cuts off blood flow, which is also cutting off the delivery of oxygen, which is necessary not just for wound healing, but for daily function. So you have reduced oxygen delivery, which is hypoxia. COVID is hypoxia. In the midst of all of what's afflicting us as a society, diseases, you see that I'm part of the foundation for the study of inflammatory disease. All disease states lead to inflammation, lead to reduced delivery of blood and oxygen. Hyperbaric oxygen, conclusively shown in study after study, wound healing centers all over the world recognize hyperbaric oxygen uh, delivers up to 20 times more oxygen, grows new blood vessels, grows new neuronic tissue, remyelinates connections, and importantly, propitiates or accelerates the growth of stem cells, which go to the site of the injury, not just in the brain, but the whole body. Stem cells, which grow new tissue. And so what we learn from BLAST studies and from studies on forensic pathology, looking at the brains of uh, professional athletes, especially the NFL, and some veterans, CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, while only diagnosable after death, can be recognized with the symptoms of concussions that in concert with more concussions, more blasts, reduce oxygen, lead to behavioral and uh, every kind of emotional and physiologic sort of damage, which we're all familiar with. Anger, lack of sleep, uh, uh, inability to remember. And as we know now, sadly, neurologic disorders like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's are a direct result of slowdown in the brain the accumulation of waste, which can't be removed because of inflammation, swelling, hyperbaric oxygen deals with all of those symptoms. Is there, is there a difference in uh, a young man being hit, having the same effects from the same concussion and an older gentleman, or is there a difference between females and males and how they deal with it when you put them through the same chambers? Is there a different result on the back end? Well, uh, uh, all of these questions, uh, they're great questions. Uh, if I had unlimited funds, I could do the research on each one of those conditions. Here's what we know. Um, women uh, are affected somewhat differently in concussions, um, and it's a negative affect. 
accumulations, whether in male or female, black or white, I could go on and on with age and all the demographics. A concussion, if you've seen one, you've seen one concussion. Everything is different. Uh, uh, genetics play a role. Uh, uh, drugs and substance abuse play a role. Prior concussions play a role, etc. So one thing we know from studies on just concussion in 148 out of 158 cases of acute concussion, Dr. Daphne Denham, within four dives, male or female, male or female, the results are resolved. Acute concussion, that's within 10 days. Uh, uh, age. How, how, long, how long are those dives? Um, so if I go to the chamber, how long Good are those question. four? The, the protocol for concussion, uh, while varying from doctor to doctor, we don't have the definitive treatment, again, because they're all so different, unique each. The standard protocol is a dive of 60 minutes at a prescribed pressure. Each doctor determines that pressure for 60 minutes, four dives, 60 minutes each. And by the way, the average cost is $250 for that hour. So $1,000 to remove the symptomatology as against two to four to six weeks or six months of lingering symptoms. So the results of just the concussion, Friday night lights, football field, high school and college kids in North Dakota, and all over the world, they are showing, you can see more and more videos on our site of rugby players who were crushed by their injuries, forced to retire. The Joe Namath interview is so illuminating. And uh, we have treated pro ball players going back 40, 50 years. And the results are astonishing. Sammy Davis, Forrest Gump, his story on the website, listen to what he has to say. We are talking to everyone out there, irrespective of all the demographics, age, gender, etc. It is a proven fact you can heal the wound to the brain no matter when it happened. Now, it's different. There's no promises. And how many dives does a person need depends on how bad the damage was initially and over time. That inflammation leads to deterioration in not just capability, but actual physiology. So we have evidence that shows safe, effective, and economical. Uh, Doc, um, given the fact that insurances will, do not cover these, VA will not cover it, TRICARE won't cover it for veterans, uh, is there still grants out there that would allow a veteran who cannot afford these type of uh, um, uh, support procedures to be able to have these dives? And the other question I guess I would have um, on that is that if I donate uh, to the 501c3, which you mentioned, that it really is the one that is behind the drivers for supporting uh, treatnow.org, um, could I donate, say, here's I'm donating as a tax write-off for uh, my taxes, but I want that money to be allocated to my treatment? Uh, absolutely. Th there's zero question. Uh, IRS has approved America's Mighty Warriors, the Howe Foundation, Patriot Clinics, America's uh, or uh, Arizona Treating Veterans. Uh, there's 
hundreds and hundreds of organizations which will take your donation and you can identify a particular person for whom you want uh, that money to be uh, recorded. Uh, we do that routinely. We have a few very generous donors, one grandfather in particular. We saved his grandson, a Marine, from devastation. And he has been donating uh, uh, Sun Valley, Idaho, uh, all over the country. Um, get in touch with us, and we can typically help. There's some studies underway right now, one in particular in Florida, uh, where we need uh, more volunteers with PTSD and TBI combat veterans. Uh, the first study was absolutely astonishingly good results. We're doing it again. Uh, we need more data, but we need the government to step up and save a bunch of money in the bargain. No, I sure appreciate it, Doc. Uh, I really enjoyed our discussion today. Um, um, I, you know, you were mentioning uh, that everything's tied to uh, dollars and money at the end. Um, I know just looking at what happened with COVID, and I know long COVID does have effects also on 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 the brain. Uh, you know, Rolf uh, Barrick, um, who is uh, a distinguished professor for the Department of Biology and also the professor of the Department of Microbiology and um, at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, uh, had initially done a study on zinc and the effects on zinc when it came to fighting uh, the very different viruses, to include uh, the uh, COVID virus and the uh, new uh, form of the blue, uh, birth virus. But he never tested it on humans, he stopped his, uh, te uh, you know, initial findings. And I know when I interviewed uh, Dr. Zelenko, uh, God bless his soul, before his passing, um, we were able to show the link to a friend of mine, Ron Reese, who works for my organization, Near East Center also, that that study was actually what was driving Dr. Uh, uh, Zelenko's uh, Zelenko protocol. And Dr. Zelenko was uh, absolutely shocked that uh, Dr. Barrick's name was on that study. But at the same time, though zinc wasn't introduced to be utilized with quercetin to be able to attack the COVID virus in the first uh, five to seven days as it's trying to replicate itself to be able to kill it. Um, Dr. Barrick, of course, working with Dr. Fauci, developed a new medication that was going to be introduced at the tail end uh, you're talking about the uh, uh, second week of uh, catching COVID, but it would be only administered in the hospitals in a liquid form where actually it would not have the effects that it would have had um, through an IV if it had been introduced in the first few days by just taking simply zinc and quercetin and uh, having higher numbers in your vitamin D. And then when you look at the costs, you can ask the question, uh, why is it that uh, in this case, the doctor Ralph Barrick, why didn't you push for a human study, which really what Dr. Zelenko was doing, and it has to do with dollars, pretty much at the end of the day. And unfortunately, uh, the dollar is what drives the train uh, in the medical profession, and uh, hopefully we could work with the various different veterans administrations to be able to counter it. Um, I do want to thank you again, uh, Doc, for coming on the show. Much appreciated. We'll have you back again. Uh, and uh, for our listeners out there, uh, you know, uh, please keep uh, uh, keep in mind that uh, I'm going to thank all of you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. 
And uh, Doc, I'm going to give you a last word. You have uh, a minute. Uh, thank you, Colonel. Uh, I'm speaking now to the veterans out there who either are suffering or know uh, other veterans who are suffering and family members. Uh, the word needs to get out to every veteran suffering, to all veterans. Uh, we're down from 20 million to 18 point something million, only 49% of whom are part of the VA system. You're not going to hear this information from the VA. What you need to say to yourself and to others, do I want to keep living in a degraded fashion? Do I want to keep looking at affects which are negative to myself, to my family, to society, to the service for you active duty? There is a way we can help. If you go to the website, there's ways that we can help. We can get you connected with help. Importantly, everyone listening, get in touch with the facts and then with your Congress people, your legislators, and your team doctors, the high school coaches. They need to know that going to a blue tent and resting and hoping you get better is not good medicine. We can treat and heal those brain wounds. Help is available. Please call. Thank you very much. Again, uh, for our listeners, please go to treatnow.com org and follow some of the requirements that are being laid out today or have been laid out uh, by our guests. And please make sure that uh, you share this uh, discussion. Thank you again, uh, Dr. Robert L. Uh, Beckman, and thank you for all your support. And uh, as a Vietnam veteran, I would tell you, welcome back home. My honor and pleasure to be here. And thank you for your service too, Colonel. Thank you very much. God bless you all. We'll see you at the next time on the National Security Hour.